At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Chicago City Cast is presented by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting, and it has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same game parlays in all of the pro football matchups, plus, they're bringing back the Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million beat the spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to betrivers.com to place your bets. This is the Chicago City Cast with Danny Burke, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome into another edition of the Chicago City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving Day, Black Friday, the rest of your weekend. I guess, you know, happy Cyber Monday if you want to call it that. If you want to celebrate something, getting good deals out there, ready for the holiday season. And uh, look, we're trying to get you ready in terms of how to bet this upcoming Bears game on this episode. Their updated win total, kind of a wonky week. Obviously, because they didn't play till last Thursday. So uh, it's it's different how we're going to approach it this week. I want to talk about some of the NFL games that went on on the Sunday. A couple that I want to rant about really quick. Because, you know, since the Bears didn't give us a reason to get too aggravated on Sunday or tonight being Monday night when I'm recording this. A couple other games I just wanted to rant about. And we'll get to that momentarily after we talk about the Bears. We'll talk about the Bulls game tonight. The Ball Brothers matched up against one another. LaMelo 
and Lonzo. We'll see who can get the best of each other. Bulls currently about a five-point favorite, five and a half, even four in some spots. So it really depends on where you shop. But this line's been going back and forth. The total has been getting some love to the over. Rightfully so, and we'll tell you why later. And then uh, we'll talk about the Big Ten Championship game somehow, some way. Oh, my, of course I got to rant about Nebraska. But look, uh, somehow, some way, Iowa finds themselves in this game. Do they deserve it? Hell no. It's a disgrace. No team out of the West deserved it. You know what? Honestly, and I almost want to say Minnesota deserved it, but you also can't lose to what? Who they lose to? Illinois at home and Bowling Green at home. It just needed to win those games, and you could have, with all the injuries, found yourself in there, but you didn't. Big Ten West was so damn ugly this year, and the fact that Nebraska had so many one-score games, this was honestly the year, but I a lot to talk about with that. So, um, plenty to get to on this show. Uh, let's get it kicked off, though, with the opening lines. Bears and Cardinals. My prediction was Cardinals about nine and a half in total, 45 and a half. I guess I don't have as much respect for the Bears as some of these bookmakers do, or I have more respect for the Cardinals going to be healthier, presumably, coming off a of bye week because this one opened seven actually in favor of Arizona. Total opened 46 and a half. But where did that move originally? Well, when we look at these odds right now at Bat Rivers, the only thing that moved, because the total's still at 46 and a half, it's slightly shaded to the under, minus 112, overs minus 109. But the Cardinals got immediate immediate love on the spread here. Open seven, now up seven and a half. But you are laying a buck 20 if you want to take seven in the hook with Chicago. You're minus 103 if you want to lay over the key number of seven with Arizona. Money line, Cardinals minus 345, Bears are plus 270. What's the quarterback situation going to be for Chicago? Who knows? What is the whole injury status going to be for Chicago? Again, who the hell knows? And same thing, honestly, when it comes to this Cardinals team. But again, a benefit to Arizona for the fact that they had the bye week. I know Bears have a longer week because they played on Thursday, but we'll see what actually happens surrounding that. DeAndre Hopkins questionable. Kyler Murray is questionable with the Bears. I mean, it's just it's just kind of a mess at this point. So uh, we will have to wait and see. Let's see what the update. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury said Monday he's hopeful Hopkins with his hamstring will return to the field against Chicago. Uh, said he's hopeful for Murray and his ankle will be available against the Bears. I'm going to go ahead and bank that they are going to be both playing in this game. If not, DeAndre Hopkins for sure, Kyler Murray. Now, the Bears, again, we're going to have to see what happens with all these guys. I mean, even Roquan Smith getting banged up in that game. I just don't see how you wouldn't look the way of Arizona here. And for the fact that it's over the key number of seven, I understand why that would kind of, I don't know, point you in a different direction. And we talk about teasers all the time, right? And the Wong teasers are the teasers you want to follow, except this year has been an absolute crapshoot betting teasers. Aside from that, what the Wong teaser is, is if you don't know what teasers are, it's a bet that allows you to manipulate the numbers six, six and a half, or seven points in your favor you need two teams in the most successful spots to do it historically are home favorites of just over seven, meaning if a home team, uh, let's see if we get one this upcoming week, for example. Well, it looks like a lot of road teams are fitting the bill for that spot. 
Regardless, we don't have one. But for example, say the Bears were playing the Lions and the Bears are the home team and this wouldn't be the case, but they were a seven and a half, eight, eight and a half point favorite. You tease them down by six. Well, you get a way better number because you're crossing the key numbers of seven and three. And all of a sudden you get the Bears either minus two and a half, minus two or minus one and a half. The other good scenarios are short home and road dogs catching anywhere from plus one and a half up to plus two and a half because you're crossing the key numbers of three and seven. Take this Chargers and Bengals upcoming game, for example. Los Angeles catching two and a half on the road. Instead of catching two and a half, tease them up to plus eight and a half. Chargers looking a lot better. Pair it with another team. Bolt need to hit, and then you're feeling pretty decent if they do. But look, there are exceptions, and especially against the Bears, because we teased up the Lions last week, and the Cowboys in that game that was just officiated so damn poorly, so damn poorly. I mean, so many games are just abysmal to watch. It's making this product worse and worse and worse. College football referees are so much better. There is so much less penalty in it, just officiating and just getting your stupid self involved in the game. I'm talking about you, Zebras, but look. Little rant there. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, Cardinals, I think, could be an exception. They're a favorite of over seven, length seven and a half, but they're a road team. Historically, that's not the spot you want to aim for. But like I said, there are exceptions. And if you think the Cardinals win this game, you probably don't want to lay seven in the hook. Why not help yourself out and tease them down to minus one and a half? Do you think the Bears can actually beat the Cardinals after a bye week for Arizona? It doesn't have to be a bye week. They could have played on Monday night, and I'd still give the advantage to Arizona. How are they going to limit Kyler Murray? They couldn't limit Tyler Huntley. Jared Goff almost beat him, and Jared Goff couldn't throw the damn ball downfield after he threw that one touchdown. He went against it, and they didn't. It took the worst coaching this whole season for the Bears to beat the Lions, and the worst coaching out of Dan Campbell. Cliff Kingsbury, in my opinion, and as indicated by the odds, aside from Bill Belichick, they're like neck and neck, is top candidate for coach of the year. The Cardinals see a wide open NFC West. Rams crap the bet again. Seahawks are a mess right now. That's the case. The 49ers are getting kind of hot, so they still got to play tough out there. But Arizona knows they are the rightful favorite in this game. Everybody knows that. But I do think this would be an exception to tease down Arizona and look for that to be your best betting approach as of now total you know when I talked about it and opened it at 45 and a half for myself my own prediction you see Arizona is a team that easily could get 30 or so points but can you trust the Bears to get like 17 in this game Arizona's got pretty good defense and even if you think they're not as good as we've seen where they have thrived as against inferior teams aka the Chicago Bears and their lackluster offense so the Bears will be limited offensively, presumably. The Cardinals will get theirs when they want it, when they need it. Cardinals will probably win this game, in my opinion, by 10 or more. But just to be safe, if you don't want to lay over a touchdown, maybe tease them down. That could be a good approach. There's a lot of teaser spots this week. A lot of road favorites. I mean, the Colts laying 8.5 on the road against the Texans. Vikings laying 7 on the road against the Lions. Eagles laying 7 on the road against the How about the Eagles losing that game? You know, shout out to our guy Ryan Rostein. He hosts a Philadelphia City Cast. He was on my show Rush Hour on VEASAN, as always, Monday through Friday, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time. And the poor guy, I mean, at least us Bears fans, well... I guess this season, you know what you're going to get for the most part. There's some Bears fans out there who still have hope. Oh, the Bears in the hunt. You know, I know they're joking, but um, 
year in and year out, like last year, people having hopes. Like, they shouldn't have even been the playoffs. Whatever. That's a different conversation. What I'm saying is that the Eagles at this point, if you're a fan, some people bet them to have the fewest wins this year in the NFL. A prop bet you can make at a lot of books before the season. They've exceeded expectations, but there's been points where Sirianni was getting a lot of grief, where Jalen Hurts was getting a lot of grief. A lot of this team was, and then they're getting wins. They're climbing into it. They have a realistic shot. The Cowboys lose. Maybe the division is up for grabs, but even more realistically, maybe the playoffs are because of how volatile the NFL is this year. And then you get a very favorable schedule. You get the Giants, and you can't even beat the New York Giants. Granted, a couple passes late. Jalen Hurts had some good throws. Receivers couldn't come up with it. But even before that, there were some dumb decisions by Hurts. There were just some dumb decisions all around ending the first half. Just bad, bad, bad. Man, that's sad. You have it right there. Oh, it's the Giants. Cool. We're finally getting momentum. Nope. That's the NFL. You're not getting it. I don't know. That's annoying and frustrating. At least with the Bears, our hopes have been long gone for a while. I think the, the time where you realize that the season was like, even if they do make the playoffs, you know, I mean, you knew from the start nothing was going to happen. But for people who have a lot more hope than I do, after watching that Browns game, I think that sets you back to reality. I don't know. But look, we're, we're rooting on our guy, Ryan Rothstein. But uh, yeah, they're a seven-point favorite on the road. Teaser spots, Washington and Las Vegas. This will be interesting, actually, to see what happens with this game. Because two important spots here at least for handicapping this upcoming week. With Washington and Seattle playing tonight, currently the Raiders are laying two and a half next week at home against Washington. Currently the 49ers are laying two and a half on the road next week against Seattle. I wonder if we should get in some bets on there before these lines move. I think I, I'd have more faith betting the Raiders than I would with the 49ers over the Seahawks because of the division aspect of it. It's not that I trust Seattle, but... It's still a little bit tricky sometimes with those division games. But I think the Raiders getting that win against the Cowboys, they could be getting a little bit back to what they were doing before every debacle they've they've uh, endured as of this point. But um, yeah, Raiders, if Washington wins tonight, could get a better number, so maybe have some patience. But if Seattle gets a job done, it's probably the best price you'll get on the Raiders. I don't know. Something to kind of just really premeditate in a sense, you know, just put it down now where you'd want to bet it before the game ends. So you could see how the lines adjust, just something you always want to be doing in general, making your own lines, handicapping it from there on out. Um, Bears win total. Let's kind of update this. Most places showing still five and a half shaded to the over minus 160 under was plus 130. So when we have been handicapping this spot, naturally, when we are doing it, you know, we had it with the preconceived notion that the Bears have the advantage over the Lions and should probably win that game. But getting closer and closer to it, I didn't have that much confidence. But now that you see this Bears team, 4-7, and seven, we still have the realistic sole game that they could win against the Giants in Week 17 at home. Maybe, And I talked about this before the season, that that Seattle game, that's week 16, you're on the road, but that's still in my mind because of how Seattle's looked. Who knows if Russ is going to be playing in that game with how he's looked and banged up and if they even want to risk him. That is still a winnable game. Now, same with splitting with the Vikings. You get two shots at them. Do I think the Bears, I mean, yeah, they have a chance, but Minnesota's the better team, 100%. But because Minnesota is so inept themselves, they're going to find a way to split it with the Bears, you would think. And uh, it could be week 15 when you get Minnesota at home because come week 18 on the road against the Vikings, they're probably vying for a playoff spot they will need to win that game. 
But you gotta figure, as bad and frustrating and just annoying as this Bears team is, the only way to bet it, not the only way, but the way I would lean would be over. Do we bet it? No. Because you don't want to lay minus 160, trusting the Bears to win two more games. Absolutely not. Under 5.5 plus 130, I, I don't want to take that. I get it, you're getting plus money, but it's not enough for me to want to play it. Because I do think there is the avenue there for the Bears to at least get two wins. Giants, I'm banking on on one. If they can't beat the Giants, my goodness. But that's one win for sure. And again, I could see them sneaking one against Seattle. I could see them sneaking one splitting with the Vikings. So to me, you get three chances there. And we're already giving you one. So you get two chances to get another win. I'm not going to be surprised if they don't get it. Of course not. Everybody knows that. But it makes sense why it's priced the way it is. So for that, unless you're all in on this Bears train right now, then go ahead and lay it. But I just don't think it's worth that price. Wish it would come down. We'll see if it moves a little bit. We'll see after this Cardinals game. Because again, we're going into this game with the thought process they're not going to win. So it's probably not going to adjust too much because the bookmakers know that too, of course. But it'll probably adjust slightly. So then we'll kind of wait. I know we keep saying we're going to wait, we're going to wait, we're going to wait. But things change so frequently in this damn organization that it's impossible to get a consistent <laughs> read on this team, especially from a betting perspective. So uh, that's why it's been kind of we've been stagnant with it in terms of waiting. We'll see, though. Um, coming up next, let's talk some college football. Let's preview that Iowa-Michigan matchup. Then let's preview tonight's game. Bulls and Hornets. The Ball Brothers getting after it. What's the best bet in that game? I'll give you an angle for that matchup at the UC tonight. So stick around. More betting content in college football. Big Ten. Bulls basketball coming up next here on the Chicago City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Must be 21 years of age or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-426-2537. The VEASAN midseason football special is here, so put the VEASAN betting experts to work for you. From now through February, for only $99, you get daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, along with betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis, all on VEASAN.com. Sign up today at vsun.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of the entire football season for just $99. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Alrighty, welcome back to it. Chicago City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. You know me, Danny Burke, as always, can get in touch with me on the tweets at Danny Burke 5, where I also spend a lot of my time, probably majority ranting about my bets specifically in the NFL. I, you know, tossed it to the break. We didn't get a chance to rant about the teams I wanted to rant about and players more so. So since we didn't really have a where's the beef for this week as at this point, I wanted to substitute it with a couple of beefs I had from what we saw on Sunday really quick. Won't spend too much time on it, but let's start with the Packers and the Rams game. 
I went into this game beginning of the week. I'm like, I'm not betting this. It's going to be the most bet on game. It's going to be something. It's just really hard to gauge to bet this one because of all the different, I guess, factors. Because you look at the Rams, desperate for a win. Revenge from the playoff factor. Coming off a of bye week. Good, good, good. But you don't trust them because they've been annoying. But still, the others kind of outweigh it. Packers banged up. Aaron Rodgers banged up. Aaron Jones banged up. The old defense banged up. The offensive line banged up. You would think that the Rams would have the advantage, but nope, nope, nope. This Rams team continues to be the biggest disappointment in the NFL this season. We're selling all out. We're pushing all our chips in. Yeah, well, you're stinking every damn game now. Last three games has been gross. Disgusting. You know what? I am happier to be in this spot as a Bears fan than I would be as a Rams fan. You know why? Because you just invested everything into this season and you have looked like total crap the past three games since that has occurred. And aside from that, again, you've invested everything. What are you going to build if you can't do it right now? Yeah, the Bears are a dumpster fire. Absolutely nobody's denying that. Nagy needs to go. Pace needs to go. This offensive line needs to be rebuilt. This defense needs some aid. I get that. There is a long way to go before the Bears can even sniff the Rams and being into the same conversation. But at least in a sense, the Bears, you can have some hope that they're building to something minimal, minimal, minimal step by step if they make the right moves this offseason. And you have a quarterback in Justin Fields where the sky is the limit. Look at what you've gotten from Stafford the last three weeks. He has thrown three pick sixes in the last three consecutive games. I think the number was Aaron Rodgers only done that three times in his career. Stafford has looked bad. And this is why it's such a good lesson. We can't overreact in the NFL. It's impossible not to. It really is. But, you know, Stafford getting top of the line MVP considerations. And it was worth the debate at the time. 100%. I mean, it, it was. It, that's just how volatile and up and down this NFL season has been. But this Rams team, even Sean McVay's a bonehead out there. You know, Jalen Ramsey was getting exposed out there by Devontae Adams and the Packers. You can't help. I don't care if you hate Aaron Rodgers or the Packers. You can't help but respect the effort the Packers put out in that game last week. Truthfully. I hate to say it. I'm sorry, guys, but good for them. And maybe it was worse on the Rams, but why is McVay running it? With that one ball, right? I mean, like on third down, no timeouts to get it to the other hash mark, maybe. I mean, what an idiotic call from someone who's a genius. And I have crowned him as a very smart coach before. We all have. But they he is just not looking like it. Stafford's looking even worse. OBJ was freed. Cool, you got a big touchdown that didn't end up making a difference in this game. You see that shade Devontae Adams was thrown at him too after the game. He's like, yeah, you know, OBJ wanted to exchange jerseys. And I'm like, or he said, you know, I'm saying it from my perspective. Devontae's like, yeah, why don't you go exchange it with Cooper Cup? That's who you wanted to be with. Paraphrasing, but it was something along those lines. You know what? Good for you, Devontae Adams. That was funny. And so was the Rams' performance last night. It was funny. And it was bad. And it was pitiful. And this organization should be in shambles. Panicking. Absolutely panicking right now. How could you not? You even were so cocky about it, getting Von Miller going all in. Let's get OBJ. He's going to be big production here. Well, luckily for the Rams, they get the Jaguars next. Maybe that will be your little stepping stool to help you get back to realizing what winning is with a team that should be winning.
That's my rant. The Rams incredibly frustrating. I ended up betting them, and I said I wasn't going to. Then everything led into the direction of me wanting to do it with, you know, originally it was kind of the sharper play. The movement was going there, and then you heard that Stafford was really banged up on game day. You're like, sick, of course, and, you know, that proved to be evident among many other things. But, yeah, gross performance from the Rams is going to be an absolute stay-away team for me unless I'm fading them now. And let's talk about something else. I tweeted about this too, and I was kind of waiting for the right moment to do it because I was like, ah, you know, he was my fantasy quarterback because I needed to pick someone up last week, and he did well, and he got a rushing touchdown right away against the Dolphins. But Cam Newton, we got to talk about our guy Cam Newton. Oh, man. Back in the league. Everything's going to change. Two touchdowns from the one-yard line. One rushing, one passing against the Cardinals, who were incredibly banged up. Cam is back. Why did you cut him? Great decision bringing him back. The Panthers are going to be solid now. Cam is a starter going forward. I can't believe he wasn't on a team. What was Bill Belichick thinking? All right, maybe not a lot of people said those type of things. But everybody going nuts saying, oh, yeah, where's the Cam slander at now? He had two touchdowns from the one. And I get it. He had a fine game against Washington. But the line moved up three and a half in favor of the Panthers against Washington. Good for you, Washington. You go out there on the road, win the whole thing outright. Cam Newton going out in the tunnel, making a whole show for, him, uh, for himself. I don't care about that. Good for him. Let him celebrate. Everybody wants him not to celebrate. No, let him celebrate. You're coming home. I just think it's hilarious that he did all that, and then you lose the game outright at home, your first game back. When you were a three and a half point favorite. Not that that's huge and insurmountable, but it's still just comical to me. I don't get why everybody was loving to bet Cam Newton in that game laying three or three and a half. And it's not, I know you could say it's hindsight, but no, I was pretty much talking of Washington that whole week on rush hour. And that, but it's just funny. Like, why is this guy warranting you betting him? There was a reason he wasn't in the league. There was a reason Bill Belichick cut him. Heck, there was a reason you Carolina Panthers cut him originally. Okay, you got the Dolphins. Terrible defense this year. Last year, they were good. This season, they've been a mess. Cam Newton, 5 of 21. Dude, I could make five completions in the NFL from shotgun, just throwing it to the running back really quick. Yeah, I'd get my ass kicked, but like I could get it off in time to do five quick passes. 92 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. <laughs> Oh my gosh, where is everybody at now? I know everybody was freaking out after the first two games because he was padding his stats. Oh, but against the Dolphins, he went 5 of 21. No touchdowns, no interceptions. And again, I, I don't have anything personal against Cam Newton because I know there's the whole debate. Like a lot of people just don't want him to succeed because of how he dresses, how he shows himself. I don't care about that. I just think it's hysterical. And more importantly, I think it's funny as hell for the people who are freaking out in two games because he got two touchdowns, both from the one-yard line. Cam is back. Cam is back. You know how many people could have scored a touchdown from the one-yard line like that? Probably every quarterback who's ever put on a helmet in the NFL, collegially, whatever it is. Most people could do that, okay? And then he goes against Washington. Yeah, they lose, but he does pretty well statistically-wise. Then you go in 5 of 21. Where's everyone at now? That's hilarious to me. Hold yourself accountable if you're one of those people. That's all I'm saying. You can't be quiet now after Cam absolutely stunk the bed against one of the worst defenses this year. Yikes. That was funny. I'm sorry. And it doesn't help that Christian McCaffrey got injured. I get it. Okay, cool. He would have had 11 more checkdowns that Christian McCaffrey would have done all the work for. Get out of here. 
All right, we'll see what he does next week. Hard not to look to fade Cam Newton, and I hate myself for not. And you saw late movement actually go toward Miami because the Panthers were a two-point favorite. It got down to like one. You pay attention to that late steam right before kickoff. That'll tell you where that sharper money's going. They get the Falcons this week at home. If they lose that game too, unbelievable. Oh, and now Christian McCaffrey to miss the rest of the season. I'm just seeing now. I love Christian McCaffrey, but man, I cannot keep him on my fantasy team anymore. He has killed me these last two years. Jeez. It's a shame, though. I hope he stays healthy. He's one of the most electric and just top-tier running backs in the league. That stinks. But yeah, probably want to look toward the Falcons in that game, maybe. Um, all right. Well, I want to see where that line is really quick. Let me see if I can pull this up. Falcons. Oh, am I? Oh, are the Panthers on a bye week, maybe? That could be the case. Sorry, I'm stalling here, but yeah, I think the Panthers might have their bye week this time. So, look, they get much-needed rest when they need it. They're slumping right now. Yeah, they get their bye week, then they get Atlanta. And then Buffalo, and then Tampa Bay, and then New Orleans, and then Tampa Bay. Terrible stretch for this Panthers team. We'll have to talk about their win total on my show, Rush Hour, this week. Of course, always 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time, vcin.com, Marquee Sports Network, etc., all over the place. All right, let's talk Iowa-Michigan. Sorry for the NFL rant, but this game for the Big Ten Championship game, Michigan open 10.5, total open 44, low total, naturally. How is Iowa going to score? They're probably not. That's the thing. Um, again, Iowa, do they deserve it? Do they deserve this? Hell to the no. Michigan, do they deserve this? You bet your butt they do. Good for you, Michigan. I hope you beat Iowa by like 35 points. Nebraska losing to Iowa. All right, let me hold off on that for just a second because we got to talk about this game. So 10.5 is where the line is now. Total is dipped down to 43.5. What I would be intrigued to look to bet is a team total specifically oriented to Iowa. Because if you're thinking the total's about, you know, 10.5, you're probably getting like a, I don't know, say like a hmm, 30 to... 14 type of game is where you're really where you have it of course but you think Michigan's gonna put up 30 against Iowa they could it wouldn't surprise me but man that would be quite the lopsided game which it's not gonna surprise anyone if it happens but yeah I mean if you get like a team total for Iowa if it's as low as 14 and a half I'd maybe entertain still betting the under but I think it'd be too low if for some reason which they wouldn't but if for some reason it was 17 and a half for an Iowa team total I would absolutely hammer that under as quick as I could. But good for Michigan. Huge performance. Tough team. Just embarrassed. Outprepared. Ohio State. Great environment. Shout out to Dan Leach, host of the Detroit City Cast. I know he was there having a blast. Happy for him. Not happy for Iowa fans because every Iowa fan knows that they don't deserve to be here. They know they're going to get stomped. They know that they arguably shouldn't have won that Nebraska game. Not in the sense that they didn't deserve winning that game, but like that it was just because you're playing Nebraska and how unfortunate the Huskers currently always are. But let's talk about that game really quick. I refuse to bet this game. And thank goodness I was working on Friday and didn't have like the most free time to look to live bet it. Because I probably would have done something stupid. Maybe I would have taken the points with Iowa when they were down a lot. I probably might have done that. But I was like, nope, I'm not getting expectations up. I'm not getting hopes up no matter what. And it was the glimpse moment when they were up 21-6. to six. You saw the momentum. I was like, oh, they probably actually will do it. Scott Frost will get momentum. We'll have hype about Smothers going into next year. And then I'm getting ready for work. I'm taking the dog out or something. My buddy just texted me, you know, swear words. I was like, what? He's like, you know, block punt. And then the fumble right after. 
oh my gosh, goodness, you could not script this. Like, you could literally not make this up. If you did in a movie, people would be like, that's BS. You're, you're just doing that for the movie effect. What is this, a Disney football movie? No, this is real life for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. It is literally uncanny how they blow these games, how they lose these one-score games, and... You knew it. You knew it. You knew it. And I tweeted out to like, if I could have made the bet on any betting side, I probably could have that they were going to throw an interception on that drive. I probably would have thrown everything I owned on it because that is what Nebraska has done. I think in almost every come when they've been trailing, trying to come back, except that Oklahoma game, I think he got sacked. Four straight plays. Martinez took a sack. It's always been an interception. Nobody was there. And look, Smothers in that spot, I don't knock him too bad. Tough kid. Had a hell of a game. Could have done better. It is what it is. Whatever. It's just the special teams is the absolute worst. And the fact that we're still talking about it and it's still causing losses in the last game of the season, I there's just no words to describe how pathetic that is, Scott Frost. Whatever, we're on to next season, but that was the pinnacle way to finish and encapsulate the season that was Nebraska football for 2021. That literally historically might be the most insane season of all time. And stop saying, oh, they're the best three and our team of all time. Screw that. Who cares? Get wins. My buddy was talking to me. We were like, yeah, you know, I'd rather them be, you know, a six win team. And be better than, or than be average and kind of disappointing than just having three wins and being great, right? Or a seven-win team, whatever it is. Make a bowl game. Jeez. That was literally just the pinnacle, the peak of Nebraska football this year. So, yeah, I very slightly got my hopes up because they do it enough because every fan looks at here like, all right, no matter if they get the lead, I'm not getting my hopes up. And then they go a little bit further each week to the point where it's like, oh, they're actually doing better than I thought. Maybe I'll let myself get my hopes up a little bit. And they got to that point against Iowa, and then they blew it even more so in an incredible, unrealistic, but realistic Nebraska fashion. Thank God the season is over. Let's hope next year can't be as worse because I don't get how it could be as bad. Although I'm saying this and you bet it could because it's Nebraska and Scott Frost. But thankfully, I won't have to stress about it too much. Now we can just bitch and moan about Nebraska basketball that lost their season opener out a buzzer beater to Western Illinois. Great time to be a fan. I'm sorry. That's the rant for Nebraska now. But Big Ten championship game, Michigan laying 10 and a half. They're probably going to stomp down on Iowa. I'm not loving laying the 10 and a half. If it got back down to 10, then we could have a conversation about it. But I'm looking to see where that team total is going to be for Iowa. If not, you know how we roll. Let's do in-game, see if we could get a better number. All right, let's talk some Bulls basketball, wrap this bad boy up. Bulls hosting the Hornets, the Ball Brothers going mano y mano. Opened Chicago minus five, total open 224. In terms of where it currently is at Bet Rivers, actually moved down to four and a half. Hornets getting a little bit of love here. High total, uh, you typically are assuming that it could be more of a volatile game. So the Bulls now laying four and a half, minus 113 if you want to lay it. Chicago also minus 182 on the money line. Hornets plus 150. This total is 223, shaded to the over minus 112. Jonathan Von Tobel, VEASAN's NBA expert at VEASAN. He does great work handicapping every game, VSIN.com slash subscribe to get a hold of it. He was writing up about this one. And, you know, the total of a 224 actually getting bet under. I mean, I know everybody is going to want to bet the over. And I don't disagree because, look, 
what he wrote up basically is the Bulls have had trouble defending the perimeter. They're allowing opponents to shoot 36.3% on three-point attempts, and the Hornets come in as the second-best shooting team in the league at 38%. Also, Charlotte ranks 19th in opponent shooting at the rim and is 25th in opponent mid-range shooting. Chicago takes 33.7% of its attempts at the rim, and they shoot 43% from mid-range. So it does have the makings to be a higher-scoring game. Let's see the injury report. Final one for the Hornets. Or not even the Hornets, actually. Um, the only one, I think Javante Green was questionable. It's hard to bet the under for the Bulls this high. But their defense has actually been slightly regressing. And the Hornets' defense has been a mess this year. So if you want to go with the total, I do think the right play is to go over. In terms of this spread, you know, I'd, I'd want it to come down more. And then I'd honestly just jump on the Bulls' money line. But the philosophy that we have done this year, and at the beginning it was successful. And I'm sure if you're paying attention enough, you still can get some points with it. I think it could be the right way to do it against the Hornets. In a higher scoring game, if the spread's higher, you usually look to take the points. And that's kind of the case here, why the Hornets are getting down to about four and a half. When it's a lower total game, say it's like 209, the favorite usually benefits them more so. So there's going to be, in my opinion, again, and I and some of you are probably sick of me saying it, but if you're doing it, it has been viable, an in-game betting option. Wait for the Bulls to go a little rusty. Wait for the Hornets to get hot. They have the offense capable of doing so. And the Hornets have a bad enough defense to allow the Bulls to get on a run if they're trailing. Wait for that in-game bet. Wait for a better number. And for me, I think what I would do, unless the Bulls are getting blown out, I would wait for a better money line spot. Minus 182, two steep. It's definitely going to be a point where it's minus 150 at least. And if you think you have confidence in this Bulls team against the Hornets, which I do give the advantage to the Bulls. This is, I don't want to, it's obviously not a must-win a must -win game, but, you know, you, to lose back-to-back -back at home like that, you know, Lonzo, big brother, doing well with his new team. He's going to be ready to go. We'll see where some of his props are played out at. LaMelo Ball's points prop is like 19 and a half, if you were curious, but... I think if we have some patience, Bulls at a better number could be the move. But we'll see where it goes by game time. I think it's going to be a close game, honestly. And I don't hate taking the five when it was there with the Hornets. But if I'm looking to bet it, we wait in-game, jumping on Bulls' money line. Total, probably play that bad boy over. That's what we're rocking with for the Bulls and the Hornets. Thank you, everybody, tuning in to another edition of the Chicago City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Again, you could tune into my show Rush Hour tonight and every weekday night, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time, Marquee Sports Network, Fubo TV, Sling TV, YouTube TV, Xfinity app, iHeartRadio, VEASAN.com, and the VEASAN app if you want betting all around, not just locally. But as always, I appreciate it. If you guys like or subscribe, you get the episodes right away as they're posted. You can follow me on Twitter at DannyBurke5. I'm sorry for all the rants. I know some of you love it. Some of you are like, dude, just shut up and talk betting. So whichever crowd you're part of, I'm sorry slash thank you. But hey, we got a lot more to handicap and preview for the Bears and the Cardinals this upcoming week. This is going to be a fun game in terms of, honestly, how we can take advantage against the Bears, right? Where we can bet on player props for the Cardinals, where we can get good bets for the Cardinals overall. At least that's how I'm looking at it. Sorry, I just can't trust Chicago. How can you? If you think you can, let me know otherwise, at DannyBerg5. But until next time, best of luck with all of your wagers. Enjoy all the sporting events, and we'll catch up in a couple of days here on the Chicago City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.